Welcome to Talking Frank Without Frank. This is the podcast where a welfare and undergrad education officer talk all things Sussex University open and honestly. We hope you enjoy. Hi Nina. Hi Chris. How's it going? Yeah, right, thank you. How are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm surviving. Mm-hmm. surviving. Almost there, yeah. almost there. It does feel yeah. a little bit like we're crawling, crawling to the end of term life. <laughs> I feel like, have you ever seen, um, mm-hmm. oh, what is it, it's Monty Python and the Holy Grail? No, I don't think so. So in that, there's a um, there's this character called the Black Knight, mm-hmm. who um, I think, I don't know, one of the knights fights him. Mm-hmm. And um, so the knight goes to fight him and he like cuts off his arm. <laughs> this, this is a comedy, so it's, yeah, like, it's yeah. very slapstick. <laughs> cuts off his mm-hmm. arm and he's like, oh, it's, it's only a, a flesh wound, I can mm-hmm. do it Yeah. Keeps on going, like cuts off another limb. Cuts <laughs> oh That's how God. I feel. I feel like I'm just being like, this term is just hit into me, hit yeah. into me, hit into mm-hmm. me. And I'm almost yeah. there and can recover. Yeah, yeah. yeah I so. think so. I think when I was in such like a strike mode for the past like two or three weeks, mm. week before the strike, then the strike weeks, it was just three weeks. And now I'm like, what is life? Yeah. And then <laughs> it, it's the end of term this week. And then we're going to work next week. And then that's it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. How how has the turn been in your opinion, Chris? Yeah, yeah, it's been good. Um, super quick. Yeah, yeah, super quick. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, at the beginning of term, I felt like I had n- no clue what was going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now same. I feel like I have more of a clue, um, mm-hmm. which is good. I feel like I know what I'm doing and I know a way to achieve the things I want to achieve. Mm-hmm. It's just doing yeah. it now and ensuring that actually a possibility um yeah I th- and i think i think because the summer was quite long in terms of we were working and we were doing all of, all of good stuff and planning and everything and then the term started and then suddenly you kind of feel like oh it's all happening but then it just goes so fast yeah. that i feel like yeah. it kind of feels like i can't really keep up but yeah. you know oh, and, and yeah it's like the things that we were kind of waiting for it to happen like we've had some so, uh, students union councils we've met all of those students the strike happened all of those things did happen and we're not just waiting for them anymore yeah so i think now there's more of a yeah we do actually know what we're doing yeah. <laughs> no, or at least we feel like we do yeah. um which is yeah nice yeah. so highlights highlights of your term um well uh, in a way, obviously, the strike was a highlight of the term. <laughs> in, a, in a, you know, um, just because it was quite intense and it took quite a bit of my time. But I think, in terms of, in, in terms of, I think I'm quite happy with how we handled it and how kind of it went overall. Yeah, in terms yeah. of, um, in terms of from kind of all sides, so to say. Um, I think it was all quite quite good like I think as good as it can be in in that kind of situation anyways like obviously it was you know the strike is meant to be disruptive and all those disruptions happened Um, but in terms of it could have it could have been worse I think yeah yeah and I think it's one of those situations that we were never going to come out of with everyone Mm -hmm. being like you've done yeah you've done a the job that's made us all really happy. Like I think we were never going to come out with everyone being like, mm-hmm. "Oh, that this is amazing." Mm-hmm. And like, so I think yeah, we've come out in a position where everyone's fairly like moderately kind of yeah, 
mm-hmm. okay they did a decent yeah. job yeah. which i think is as best as it could have gone yeah exactly and now um and especially with obviously individual students were some 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 students were a lot more affected than others like some some people's teachers weren't striking and some people had no class and everything and now when ucu is on action short, short of strike until we don't know when it's going to end but yeah when when we kind of see how this goes then we're going to be more clear on if students want to make complaints and how to make those complaints to the university so then there's kind of more clarity on that as well yeah yeah. um i I think it's probably worth mentioning now as well isn't it that so the the correspondence from the university um executive team and kind of yeah what we've heard so far about the complaints process is that there isn't a set date that they're going to open mm-hmm. up yeah. the official complaints process. Obviously, there's still the in-house process um, where you go through the three stages of informal, formal, and then you can take it further if you wish. Um, here, what they're doing is just a one-stage process where it's streamlined just for the strikes and if the strikes have affected students. Um, they haven't opened that up yet because they're waiting to see what um, action short of a strike yeah. will do to affect students. Um, but there's there was a suggestion that might open up in January. Um, but yeah, that's something we'll, we'll, uh, we'll let students know when we, when we know. Yeah, exactly. So I think, yeah, I think that was a, obviously a, a big highlight. And I was kind of trying to think about this question and reflect back. And I think for my, my job especially, I do always think that the highlights of my day or highlights of my week are when... Like, obviously, I have quite a lot, as the welfare officer, I have quite a lot of, like, individual students come to me and kind of seek for support in in multiple different ways. Like, whether it is is someone has done something bad to them and they need support in what they can do next. Or, you know, a person came asking me about help with the dentist. They had a bad experience with the dentist on campus the other day. Um, so, yeah, I, I get quite a lot of students come to me with like individual issues and and where can they get support from and I think although sometimes it feels a bit like because I'm not a mental health professional for example and I can't you know like I can't you know give give you money for anything or anything like that I think those are always my highlights because I feel like those are the situations where I feel like it's the most important part of my job um and in the sense that even though you know, I can't be anyone's therapist, for example, or anything like that. I feel like sometimes it makes such a difference for the students just to have someone to listen and then, you know, see what, what can be done next. So I think those have definitely been my highlights. And I feel like it's always been nice to hear back from students that I have helped somehow. And with the strike, for example, I was really glad to hear that the well-being space that we did with with myself and lots of great volunteers and Elle from the UCU had some really good feedback on how much of a difference that made to the people who were who were striking or supporting the strike I think the spaces in Falmer House really did yeah make make the strikes feel much more well made us feel much more connected to the strikes and kind Mm -hmm. of made it feel like there was a kind of base for the community obviously you had the picket line yeah and then student action outside mm-hmm. of um outside of Sussex House but having that kind of warm and 
Yeah. I say comfortable. I mean, half this building is freezing. Yeah. Half yeah, the yeah. is freezing. Yeah. Um, but having a comfortable space where there could be kind of educational talks mm -hmm. um, and groups getting together to yeah. discuss things and like breakout spaces, mm -hmm. like the fishbowl where we had yeah. that kind of welfare space really yeah. made us feel like there was a community that grew around yeah. the strikes. And I think that was excellent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think those were some of my highlights. What about your highlights, Chris? Um, well, one of my big highlights mm -hmm. um, is uh, this new journal that mm -hmm. we've managed to work on. Um, mm -hmm. And we will hear from Alicia, our chief editor, just now. Amazing. Hi, Alicia. How's it going? Hi, Chris. Um, yeah, it's, it's going good. Good. Uh, great, how, great. how are you? Yeah, yeah. I'm a mm -hmm. little bit ill, but, you know, surviving. Um, so tell us all about Limelight Journal, please. Yeah, so um, we started uh, an academic journal for undergraduate students um, at Sussex University. Yeah, this, this feels a bit weird because <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the things I wanted to get done on my manifesto. So um, Alicia's our, our chief editor and we've got a team. And um, yeah, we've got a team of Alicia, chief editor, multimedia submissions editor and our comms, um, our comms officer. Um, yeah, so, so what, what has just happened? What have we just done? Um, yeah, so just yesterday, that's Monday the 9th, we have opened up our submissions. So anyone listening, um, if you have done an undergraduate final year dissertation or just final year project, um, it can be any form of media. It can be a written piece or a play or any anything you can come up with, really. We, we, we aim to publish that in our journal. Yep. Um, the deadline for submissions is the 24th correct i yeah, believe christmas that's christmas eve, eve yeah, so yeah. you don't have to worry about it over christmas yeah. um enjoy your holidays but yeah you, you we have a website yeah that's uh limelight journal uh dot wordpress yeah it's, it's a it's one of those old wordpress press sites yeah, yeah it's, it's very nice um yeah pre pre who's our um comms manager comms officer did it and it looks amazing we're incredibly impressed yeah so yeah, you can find find more yeah, information so there. Yeah, so the, all the details are on the website. But yeah, so if you want to be a published author, mm. if you want to say that you've got that, uh, yeah, yeah, it's great, isn't it? Research credit, then um, yeah, please feel free to send in to submit. Um, we are a real journal, so we do go through the whole peer review process. So you can trust that um, we're going to have like high quality stuff. But yeah, just believe in yourself. Send your work, and if you want to. Uh, if you don't, if you haven't done a project yet, if you know people who have, you know, this is going to be a, a yearly journal. So if now is not the time for you, you can always submit in the future. Yeah, yeah. And I think the the purpose of this was, wasn't it, that we wanted um, undergrads to have a space in which they can put their work out there because that is one of the things that's incredibly difficult for undergrads is you, you create this really impressive piece that you put loads of effort in throughout the year or throughout half the year at your final year here at Sussex and they often just get put into the library and uh, never seen again unless you send it send it around to your friends and family unless unless you're really keen at getting it published it's very difficult to do so um so it's a, the aim here was to really have a platform to undergrads to yeah, kind of and we work. we hope to create a really nice portfolio of high quality work from across all schools of study at Sussex, uh, so that future students can can have a look as well and uh, see what they could you know do 
Yeah, as, yeah exactly. as students starting out in the in the field, it can be quite intimidating to do your first dissertation or project. So it's it's nice to have something to look up to 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 use as yeah, an example. Definitely, and we're we're especially looking for submissions that are kind of. Um, not particularly they don't have to be the highest mark um dissertations we're, we're looking for two high, upper two ones and aboves um sorry dissertations or final year projects but we're looking for stuff that's really kind of creative pushes kind of the boundaries and makes people think in different ways that they haven't done before so if you think that really that really sits well with what you have done as your work then thoroughly recommend you to uh, yeah we're, we're looking at the originality and creativity and uniqueness that yeah. everyone can put into their projects yeah. yeah cool when is the when is the first when is the journal gonna that that's a great question so um. uh, yeah we're aiming <laughs> to publish potentially february time yeah end yeah. of february um obviously we are starting out this mm -hmm. journal from scratch so it, that's subject to change but yeah. we will nice. update everyone on our social media so yeah. follow yeah. that mm -hmm. and i think as as we have learned from meeting with other people from journals and people who have been through this process academics who've been through this process journals have their own kind of timelines mm, okay. um, <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah they rarely stick to them but we're gonna yeah we're gonna try our best for february but yeah is there anything else at all alicia you want to add um just that it's a great project i really believe in it and you know yeah. just spread the word and yeah. get involved yeah and our and and our team is in, is thoroughly impressive alicia sam and priyanka they're really really impressive individuals and yeah they're gonna make this a great success thanks alicia amazing thank you thank you so yeah um other highlights mm -hmm. have been yeah like you said the strikes the teach outs and the strikes mm -hmm. were excellent yeah um co-producing the curriculum so this mm -hmm. evening we will have a um, we're going to have a kind of a networking event, mm -hmm. and we've been organising other stuff for the co-producing the curriculum workshops. So for anyone that doesn't know, those workshops are effectively where you get students and academics to review modules that the academics teach and the students have take have been part of to make those the modules more inclusive um, and kind of review pedagogical practice and the way they're taught so that everyone is getting the best experience they can. So we've organised some workshops where we'll be doing that for next term. And then um, we'll also be ho hosting a networking event where students can organise around this kind of movement um, this evening. So that's been really great. Are all of the schools involved in the co-producing? No. So we, unfortunately, we don't have the um, largest budget. Mm. So, and it's, it's quite a costly process. Yeah. So this year we're, we're definitely going to have a module from HARP, from History, Art, History and Philosophy in... Um, School of History. Um, we're going to have a module from drama in the School of English, and we're going to have one or two modules from Global Studies. Um, so no, not all schools at the moment, but yeah. that is the dream one day mm -hmm. to make this accessible for all yeah. schools and spread it out. Yeah, that sounds great. I think one of the um, highlights has been as well where we've um, asked the officer team have worked together to achieve is the BAME ambassadors, which is basically. They means black, Asian, minority, ethnic students um, who we are going to hire two per school for six schools. Yeah, for the six schools with yeah. the worst attainment gap. So I believe that's yeah. education and social work, life sciences, business, global, LPS, oh, MFM. Yeah. Uh, so then, yeah, we're going to have two ambassadors, students who will work in the structures to kind of work with teachers and staff members and students in 
kind of bettering that experience and with us as well so I think that's been that's been a really good thing because we got a commitment from the university for them to pay for this for the next term yeah so from like February to June and then hopefully we can have it as like a permanent thing and then do it across across the university um, to actually address the issue of the attainment gap and I think I think with it hopefully in general the kind of experience of students of color in sussex uh, so yeah that's yeah. been very exciting yeah 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 thank you to everyone who has been involved and especially Jlal, who um who is not here at the moment but is home um taking some very well deserved annual leave because yeah as we all know Jlal is the one who he's the mastermind behind everything oh yeah he is we, he is we have established this exactly <laughs> and i think one of one of my highlights has been um obviously working with all of the officers and staff in the students union and i think with Ijlal, especially in terms of edi equality diversity inclusion stuff and getting some really important work started with kind of focusing on diversifying rsu and and working on the issues that the university has and whether that's that's in our representation structures or engagement or whatever um so yeah that has that has been really great and i feel like I obviously I feel like with everyone who runs to be an officer not necessarily everyone but I think for most people when you run to be an officer you want to change things not just within the university but often within the students union as well and I think for myself that was definitely a thing but not before I started working I kind of realized how many things there is also in our organization that I feel like we really need to focus on to make make things better. And one of them is definitely kind of EDI things. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and I was, was going to say one of my highlights has obviously been this podcast. Yeah, same. Yeah, it's been excellent. Yeah. Um, Thank you so much for um, URF and Harry and Ed who have yeah, been yeah. helping us with absolute it. Heroes, absolute yeah. heroes. Yeah. Um, so, any other highlights? Any other things you want to mention from the term? Uh, also, I've had, I've reached a couple of mental health <coughs> events, um, which have been quite successful. First one with Therese from the university uh, about getting students feedback on the new mental health strategy, um, which was great. And we're going to get back to those students and get more students involved when it comes to how to implement those things. And then other one, the smaller focus group last week um, with the charity Mind about their, they have a project, like a research project into GPs and the kind of experience and experiences and reasons why people or young young people don't go to the GP for mental health reasons or if they go, like what those experiences have been. Um, so that was really good. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to kind of continue getting students together campaign around mental health issues next term it's great it's great yeah so as as we all know this thursday Mm -hmm. there will be an election a general election Mm -hmm. um we are recording this on a tuesday Mm -hmm. but all things being realistic this will probably be out um come monday next week so we're going to make some predictions Mm -hmm. about what monday is going to look like so you're going to make the predictions, Chris, because I was just saying. I wanted to go, I think Politics Society was doing election testing yes, hustings yesterday. Yeah. But I wanted to go, but I wasn't at work because I was feeling unwell. And I was saying to a person in the office today that I feel like 
I have this weird thing of I've lived here for over four years, but somehow I feel like so distant from the political context somehow. Like obviously for me, like Brexit isn't a distant thing. Yeah. But I think the general politics somehow I kind of it, it's that kind of it's not my country thing where I sometimes feel like, well, I shouldn't say something or I shouldn't like have an opinion. Although I live here and I work here and I've studied here for a long time and all of those things. So I kind of, and I know like generally what's going on obviously, but I I was kind of trying to get myself more into what is actually happening. So Um, so why do you feel like you shouldn't have an opinion? Well, that's the thing. Because you're not a British citizen or? I think it's, it's, I mean, I think the core reason is like nationalism where in terms of like i'm uh, i'm not super nationalistic about my country but a bit like it was what, what happened was, last friday nina it was finnish independence day last friday what happened i didn't do anything i was just telling people that it was finnish independence day um but yeah i think it's like a nationalistic thing where yeah it's and i don't even know why but it's it's a weird thing where i feel like i distance myself from actually like living here although okay. i do okay. i don't know i think there's probably a lot of psychology behind it do you think do you think also is that part of maybe there's a fear that if you um get too involved here you'll distance yourself from finland or um i don't think so not necessarily i think because obviously there's reasons why I don't live in Finland anymore and I live here. But I, I think at the core of Nina, I'm still, I, like, I'll always be Finnish. Like, I'll, I'll always that be. That makes it sound really bad. There's, like, there's reasons I don't live here. <laughs> I mean, I'm on the run. We can, we can talk about that later <laughs> if you want to. But, um, so, yeah, I don't, mm. and I guess, I guess it is, it is, like, in, in the, like, nationalism in the sense that, and not just in, in, in England or in the UK but also in all of kind of other nationalistic countries in terms of that this is this is not your country if you're not a citizen or like if you weren't born here and then obviously lots of other racist things as well that like who who is British and who's not so I think it's 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 in that core as well in terms of this this isn't your country so you shouldn't say anything or you shouldn't have a say because it's not your place in a sense yeah well I hope that's Obviously, that is that's a thing, and we know that's a thing because yeah. of the kind of public discourse. But I think it's a terrible thing because um, without having kind of critical the critical mm-hmm. eye of an outsider, we're just going to go further and further mm-hmm. into that kind of yeah. depressing place of extreme politics mm-hmm. and racism and othering, etc. Mm-hmm. So, what's your predictions for the elections? Predictions. So, mm-hmm. I think this is purely unpolitical. This is just presumptive. There's there's obviously the one, what the polls would suggest at the moment is a, ma- a majority of the Conservatives. Mm-hmm. Obviously the polls are problematic because they a lot of them will work off of the fact, work off of previous turnout. Um, so that's suggesting that turnout would be the same for each individual age group as it was last time. And mm, obviously okay. older, older, you're older you are, the more likely you are to vote Conservative. Mm. Um so I think if we're going to follow the kind of mainstream media, which is problematic in itself, mm, yeah. mainstream media very much has its own agenda, mm-hmm. um, it would suggest a um, Tory majority. Um, I think then the next most likely thing is 
a Tory minority government mm. with the Lib Dems, mm. then I would say you've got um, a Labour, the third most likely then is Labour minority government mm. with the SPs and maybe a few other parties. Mm. And then fourth, um, a Labour majority. Mm-hmm. That's how I would rank them at the moment. Um, yeah. It's kind of... It's interesting, yeah. Nina. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know that you will be you will be there for the whole night on Thursday in Falmouth Bar watching. Yeah, the, yeah. the uh, live, well, live. Well, it watch. depends when the exit polls come out at ten. Okay. If it's looking real bad, <laughs> if it's looking like an absolute bloodbath, then I might just sneak off. Um, yeah. And cry in a Get corner up. somewhere. Yeah. Are you voting here or are you wo- voting at home? I'll be voting here. Yeah. So, yeah, in, in Brighton, Brighton Pavilion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll be voting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why do you vote here and not at home? So my home constituency, great constituency. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. Um, <laughs> Theresa May's constituency mm-hmm. um, yeah. in Maidenhead. Interestingly, the only MP Maidenhead has ever had. Really? Yeah, because okay. um, it became a new constituency in 1997. Okay. And Theresa May's just, just been there. Interesting. Never given it okay. up yet. So it's basically a wasted vote in Maidenhead. Yeah, 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 because um, it's so strong, yeah. Yeah, so Theresa May has, last time around, had a 30,000 vote majority. Mm, okay, yeah, yeah. Which is pretty yeah. unsurmountable. Mm-hmm. Um, we had an interesting conversation with um, with Jim Dickinson from Wonky, which is a higher education organisation, yeah. about what would the effects of whatever government we have um, would be on students' unions. So I believe he was saying mm. how if there's a conservative government, um, obviously freedom of speech will be a big, big kind of point mm-hmm. over the next course, the next few years. And obviously students unions often um, are either for or against or fall into that debate of freedom of speech. He was saying with Labour, there would be effectively the suggestions are that there would be less money for students unions. Mm. But that's I think that's under the presumption that Labour would might struggle to get money f- or funding for for universities to be kind of free. Mm. So it was it was an interesting, it was yeah. an interesting take. Um, and it's all completely, I suppose the thing is it's all, it all is just a guess, isn't it really? Yeah, 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 exactly. No idea. Um, mm-hmm. Although I know by Monday, I, don't, I won't say which way, but if the country <laughs> votes a certain way, we're going to end up living in a hellscape. In a what? In a hellscape. What's that? It's the worst place on earth. Okay. <laughs> That's quite dramatic. I wouldn't say which way. But I <laughs> yeah, think yeah, yeah. You can probably tell. Mm. So, yeah. That'll be a fun Any Friday. Other, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, it will be a great Friday, but we shall mm. see. Yeah. Guess what else is happening on Friday the 13th this week? Scary, spooky stuff. Uh, I mean, probably. <laughs> but uh, we're also deciding on the oh, new yeah. full-time officer roles. So, for next, when we open elections in January, we'll have... A new-looking full-time officer team, and one of those six will be an international students officer, and the five others shall be decided this week. And what if students would like to have input into this decision, Nina? Um, there's a our survey to vote on the roles is still open. I think I think Faith will close it tomorrow. Um, so that's on our website, and if you go in, I actually posted on my Facebook today and it's in like in all of my social media profiles like behind the link um the survey about that and yeah so there's basically 
10 different roles. Some of them are like similar, but some of them are um, different. Um, and then we're gonna we're gonna decide this Friday with the executive team in in what the what the new full time officer um, sure. team will look like. Um, and then we're gonna yeah, and we kind of had a discussion on how we're gonna do that, and we decided that we're gonna be as transparent as we should be yeah. in terms of how what we kind of vote on and what we think that should be so yeah students can still can fill that survey until tomorrow so yeah that that will be exciting yeah. i think and yeah we will get from next academic year it will obviously be some new roles some new i mean everything will be a bit different but like we've never had an international students officer role before um, and i think it's interesting to see how that will kind of what that will look like at Sussex because you and me went to that trip to the north during the summer where in some of the students unions they've had I think in Sheffield they've even had international students officer for like 10 years and it kind of looks different in in all of the places and I'm interested to see how it's gonna how it's gonna play out at Sussex and obviously because we have we have a big big student population of international students and it's probably just gonna just gonna grow so yeah yeah I'm excited for some big, big changes. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. Yeah, no, I think I think it'd be great to see a whole new, well, not a whole new yeah. team, but just get some potentially new roles in and mm-hmm. try and shake things up again. Because yeah. yeah, one thing as a union we need to be is adaptable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Times. Excited for Christmas? Excited for the holidays? Yeah, I yeah. am. I am. I can't believe that I'm going home next week for three weeks. Will it, will it be snowy? Um, hopefully. So last week we had like a lot of snow in kind of place where I'm from, but now it's been like a bit warm again. So the no- snow doesn't really settle properly. And then when it's you say a slush. bit warm, how how hot? Like it has been like minus two, or then it has been, warm. or yeah. then it has been like one or two plus degrees. Which like in de- in December it should be at least minus ten every day. And colder, and there should be like one and a half meters of snow. Wow! But because of global warming, obviously the winters aren't the same as they used to be. Um, so yeah, hopefully there will be some snow. Which I'm a bit worried about is driving a car again in the icy, icy roads, and it's yeah. very, very dark. It's getting dark, dark here earlier, and but it's it's still worse <laughs> where I'm from, where I'm from in Finland. So um, that's what I'm a bit worried about. But is there, um, is there any daylight? During the winter, yeah, there is where okay. I'm because I'm from Central Finland. Um, we have daylight maybe from nine a.m. to three p.m., wow. which is actually we have maybe two more hours here. Yeah, it's actually not that different. But I do think every time that I've gone home over Christmas in the past four years, I've I could have slept for the whole two weeks. Like it has such an effect so quickly. Yeah. That um, probably going to be really just tired. Feel tired all, all yeah, the time. just just yeah, you just feel tired. Like I I could have slept through the day. Wow. Um. So yeah, I'm probably going to be really tired, but um, it will be really nice. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm excited, and you know, obviously, I haven't really got into the Christmas mood yet that well. I want to, so <laughs> I'm going to start playing some Christmas songs properly. Yeah. What about you, Chris? Are you excited for Christmas? Yeah, incredibly excited. Yeah, I think it's going to be great this year. Really, really positive about Christmas mm-hmm. this year. And maybe that is because mm-hmm. um, work has been so busy. Yeah. Just looking forward to, yeah, really relaxing. Had a Christmas meal with my friends and my partner mm-hmm. last night. Nice. Um, staggered home 
Not because of drinking too much, just <laughs> literally having a belly full of food and oh wobbled all the way back home. Um, yeah, it was it was a vegan mm-hmm. vegan Christmas. Where, we did, had, where did you have it? Just at my friend's house. Oh, okay. So it wasn't like yeah, yeah. We had yeah. a um, we had a Satan Wellington. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It was really good. Really, really good. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have yeah. probably like a nut roast. Mm. Not? Do you not like nut roast? It's just a bit <gasps> boring. You know, my dad's so gonna nice. make me. He's gonna make me a veggie haggis. Yeah, is this gonna be your first vegetarian Christmas? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Amazing. What's a what's a haggis? It's so it's a Scottish thing. Um, I think it's like sheep's mm-hmm. sheep's belly, mm-hmm. like, or the like skin from the stomach. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they put in like mince and like pepper and bits of. It's really mm-hmm. nice. Is, why is it a Christmas thing here? I think it's just yeah, it's just being proximity to Scotland. Okay, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, it's a, it's a big thing on Burns Night. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So he's gonna make you a veggie, yeah, that thing. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Um, but yeah, no, very excited. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, excited maybe. about next term. Oh, anything. Incredibly excited. Yeah. Well, hopefully the journal mm-hmm. will come out at some point next term. Yeah. Um, we'll be doing the co-producing project. We'll also, hopefully, uh, if we can get it all sorted out, we'll be doing our, like, um, we're, what we're calling it, well-beings, which is mm-hmm. where we're going to have, we can have stalls set up outside of um, some of the exams where we'll hand out kind of, like, sweets and talk to students and mm-hmm. hand out pens, et cetera, and make sure everyone's okay going to their exams. So that'll be really mm-hmm. nice and exciting. Nice. Yeah. Are you? Yeah, I am. I'm excited. The break will give me m- more, like, en- re-energise me in terms of um, of actually getting getting I mean, mercury will be out of retrograde right i so. mean yeah we'll see we'll see how the how the stars and the moon affect me um but yeah i'm excited about that and then this week actually student minds which is a big charity um did their mental health report slash charter which if i understand correctly which universities then can sign up for and then requires universities to work together with students and students unions to better all kinds of mental health issues at universities so i'm excited for that and see um, what comes out of that um that's one thing and from our wonky catch-up as well tim was saying that office of students is going to give some more guidance on student safeguarding and harass- harassment in uh, at universities i think probably yeah after the election because obviously everything's been quite um taken over by that so those are big things that i'm excited about and we'll obviously affect my work quite directly and yeah just in general i'm excited for because this the spring ter- term will be is it longer it always feels longer it is longer yeah i think so a bit at least yeah um, once yeah i suppose it depends if you include january mm, yeah yeah but yeah super excited and then always i'm also excited for the winter to be over <laughs> at yeah, some point yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Okay, cool. Yeah. So hey, conspiracy theories for the conspiracy end. theories. You were talking to me about something. What were you talking? You were talking about the documentaries that you were watched about cults. It's not saying it's conspiracy theories, but oh, what Kanye quest? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So there was this. There was this game which was looked very similar to Pokemon called Kanye Quest, which was like a kind of indie game, and. Um, it was basically, it was a game where you go back in time to, as Kanye West to defeat these clones of rappers 
because the future has been distorted by these yeah these clones um and so it's just this game and everyone was like oh this game's actually really fun it's really cool mm -hmm. um and it's like a pokemon style where you take it in turns to battle each other and mm -hmm. you have certain moves um and then one person worked out this way to basically go to a different area of the game you talk to um this npc and say ascend you end up going to a different area of this mm -hmm. game and you go through all these barriers by putting in these passwords and then at the end it asks you for your address your number your name and like your yeah so all your details okay. and then this cult apparently used to get in touch with you but yeah it's so, a bit scary yeah yeah it, it, it's very scary the game is no longer available but yeah it's mm -hmm. um yeah i actually have a papa john's update which yeah. is uh, not an update, but the thing I saw <coughs> yesterday in social media, I got a bit worried because we talked about the Papa John's conspiracy. So now Papa John's has like responded to this big YouTuber, not to us, like that. <laughs> um, to this big YouTuber who has been kind of like <coughs> making fun of him for a long or time. The Papa. The, the Papa. They were Papa. making fun of the Papa. Yeah, Papa himself replied to him and was like, hey, um, Let's get in touch soon, Papa Plus. And I was like, if you're replying to this person, somehow, <laughs> sometime <laughs> you will find this podcast oh and you will come for us. Yeah, so, we'll, yeah. Just, we'll like, just like you escape from Finland, we're going to have to escape from Britain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. But thank you for listening this term. Yeah. Um, yeah. Get ready for new episodes. going to be bigger, term. better and bolder. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Have... have an enjoyable holiday period yes. to all students. Mm -hmm. um, thank you. Yeah. Bye, Nina. Everything. Bye, Chris. Thanks for tuning in to Talking Frank Without Frank. If you'd like to hear more of our podcasts, you can find them on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Just search Talking Frank Without Frank. 